AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. Fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel turn up. 
Hello and welcome to episode 20. Do you know, it doesn't matter what episode it is, doesn't matter what season it is. What matters is Tottenham Hotspur have just fucking spanked Arsenal 2-0 in the what I used to call the North London Derby. I don't call it North London Derby. Now I call it the game we play the scum because they are not worthy of calling it a North London Derby. They were back in the day, they were a good team. They were a good team. They give us some shit, then you have to respect them. They came into our territory, they invaded it, they took our women, they took our jobs, all that kind of stuff. Now there's no more eating for them, right? So now don't disrespect North London by considering that bastion of of weapons of mass destruction from which they come from. They come from a a, um, a military background, a munitions factory. The Woolwich Arsenal was a munitions factory. Their handiwork resulted in the death of hundreds of thousands of people. That is Arsenal Football Club. Tottenham Hotspur, the bastions of good against the, the conduit of evil, um, served up a walloping yesterday. Tottenham to Arsenal nil today. I'm joined on the line by Ricky. What? I don't know what that was. And uh, Alex? I don't know what that was. That scared me. It made me jump and he spilled my gin. I hope he's still there. And uh, Flo, uh, t- sorry, Tony D. How you doing, mate? Uh, I'm all right, mate. I'm, I'm over the moon. Are you over the moon? How, how good was that? How, could just 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 tell me, um, t- tell me how you felt going through that game. Like, let's just get, like, if you can, in, in, in 60 seconds, just round up. In 60 seconds. I'm a man of words. Listen. As it started, I was apprehensive, yeah? We've had a good start to the season. I was slightly apprehensive because it's them. And I was watching it with a gooner, right? Sonny scored, all my, spell, all, all my fears were dispelled. We're going to win the league. There we go. Is that, That's it. Yeah. That's less than 60 seconds, isn't it? It is. Rick, when, when, when Son scored that goal, was it under 10 minutes? And it, it just flew into the net, like curled it, like a finesse shot into the net. Um. Did, was was there any part of you that thought we've got to keep it tight? Because goals in in the um, in the North London back in the North London derby back in the day, you know, an early one nil didn't mean anything, but this felt significant. Yeah, totally. At first, when he was when he was driving forward, and uh, the Arsenal defenders were just backing off, backing off, and then he shaped up to shoot, and I thought oh, that's a bit far out. And then I didn't even finish the sentence and it just nestled into the net. And uh, I, I went mental as everybody else would have done as well. Unbelievable finish. Unbelievable. And uh, yeah, like you just said, going 1-0 up at the, at, uh, in, in a game like that, we've done that so many times and, you know, eating our own words really at, at the end of it. But again, um Getting the early uh, early goal was so important because it just set the tone for the game and and how we could manage it and, and managed it out completely. I've seen Son score screamers like hitting the ball with like power and venom and spite. I I can't remember a a, a goal where he just curled it in with such ease because we've seen it. We've seen like like Son is heralded as a world class player and so he should be, but when he took that ball on. And the way he shaped his body, I, I thought, just like milliseconds before he hit the ball, that he was gonna, it was gonna end up in a pee roller into, into Leno's arms. But as soon as it took height, as soon as it took, took, uh, it was like a plane taking off and curling around towards the, 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 the glory of of New York. If you're, you're taking off from from London, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but from London, <laughs> and it just it just curled round into what seemed like an empty net. It was 
fucking wonderful. Absolutely. It was a lot of R2. It was a lot of R2 on that, on that shot. Yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Absolutely superb. Al, what, what, what did you make of it? Uh, you know, sometimes you, you, sometimes I doubt like the meaning of uh, games, how how important games are to you, right? And is is Tottenham Arsenal just like you build it up too much in your head? Is it is it not quite as big as as perhaps you think sometimes? But when those goals went in, and particularly first one, I roared like a lion, like an actual roar, like deep down from inside me. Yeah, do it, do it now. I just kind of went, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was just <laughs> deep, wrong. I stood up, I punched a bookcase, and then I went, woo, like a little Ric Flair at the end of it. And I didn't even know I did it. It was just strong and aggressive, and I meant it from my heart. Oh, we all, we yeah. all did. It was wonderful. Cause it was, like- it, honestly, it was... Uh, yeah, it was just... I thought what he might do is, when he, when he brought it onto his right foot, I thought he might fake again, go back down go back onto his left and try and take holding down and kind of put that um, uh, shot back across goal like we've seen him do hundreds and hundreds of times. Uh, the only other time I can think of watching him control a ball into the net like that was the Everton away game when Pickford and I can't remember who the defender was like bumped into each other outside the box and he had to finish into an empty net from almost an impossible position. He kind of just curved it in. Oh, yeah, I know. Know, I know. Yeah, so you know you've got it in, in, his, got it in his locker. How? How do you know this? How do you remember this? Yeah, What's wrong re- with you lot? I, I don't remember. <laughs> no, no, don't, it's not you lot, T. I don't remember it either. It's just Alex. I'm a, I was raised by <laughs> Felonious Filth. <laughs> Rain man himself. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, on that note, we've got uh, we've got Steve from the Hot Spurs podcast. He uh, he was on last week doing the quiz, and. Um, uh, his internet cut out, or he was scared. I don't know what 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 is the truth. Like everybody can turn their router off if they're scared. But I've done that on you know when I've been uh, filling filling my uh, my body full of certain elements that the the world provides. Um, I've I've found myself turning the router off because I've gone too far deep into the dark web, and I don't I didn't want to be there anymore. Um, that's why I felt where, that Steve was in. I was. I felt, it felt like he was in my in my head 4 a.m. on a Saturday morning 10 years ago, uh, and he turned his router <laughs> off because he didn't want to answer any of your questions. But the fact is that he actually did really well. He was he was like six out of seven. And this quiz we, we've upped the ante a little bit because there was a lot of plebs out there moaning that it was uh, it was easy, it was easy. All I would say is writing quizzes is really difficult. Don't blame us. It's hard. Right, we're just doing this for your entertainment. This pod doesn't cost a single thing. Don't dig us out for all of the content that you get for free. Can I just yeah. ask you though to buy our Christmas jumpers, jumpers because <laughs> they are on sale right now. And uh, if you want to buy one, the Christmas jumpers, there's two Hunminson jumpers, perfectly timed, and uh, Hoybier, who is undoubtedly, probably, without question, questionably, maybe are uh, the best centre defensive midfielder we've ever had. We're going to come on to, uh, to Hoybier. But if you want to buy the Christmas jumpers, check out our uh, pinned tweet on the Love the Shirt Twitter account. Um, they're lovely. They're not cheap, but we need to make our money. All right. Um, we've got a question from Regwion for a dream. 
Uh, Tony, you might have seen this if you check, check your Twitter, but he said, uh, is Jose making us into the Premier League bad boys that we've never been before, or are we redeeming the older, wiser, softer Jose into one of the good guys before he retires, i.e. his legacy project, or a bit of both, meeting in the middle? Tony, what, what, what do you make of how Jose Mourinho has shaped Tottenham, the players that we have and how we behave on the pitch? Um, do you know what you see? Like in that little rap that I did, yes. Um, I kind of broke down. Um, he, 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 when he sees a problem, he fixes the problem. Like we lost the Everton the first game of the season, we haven't lost since. We shipped three in ten minutes against West Ham. Uh, we ain't conceded a goal for like three hundred and sixty minutes now. I think it is. Yep. It's some something ridiculous anyway. Yeah. Um, like he seems to be able to. He can identify a problem and say right. This is what I need to be done. And he, he plugs the gap. He fixes that problem. Um, I don't know how to say his name. Hoiberg, Holberg, um, Hoi- that Ho- guy, Santa Claus. He's, the, <laughs> he's like the guy. Um, yeah, between him, I think between him and, um, and Dembele, we've got like, uh, uh, we've got um, Dembele back. Like I've missed Dembele. You know how I felt about Dembele. He was like my brother from another mother, man. I, like, he was my nephew, my, my son. He was everything. And he went. And he, we never replaced him. And I think we've kind of, we've sorted out that middle now. And Jose is just, he knows what to do. He don't care if, he don't care who likes him. He don't care who, who, who rates it. He just wants three points. And I can understand, like, I like that. He just wants those three points. There's certain times I talk to my kids in class, like, listen, I don't, I, I don't care that, that he took your rubber. It doesn't make a difference. I need to do this bit of work. Can you get it done, please? Right? I'll show you how to spell jump. It's not a problem. We'll sound it out together. Yeah? <laughs> so, like, he's that guy. He just says, listen, I need this to be done. Can you go and do it, please? And I'm here for it, bro. This is, uh, there was a time a little while ago when even when we conceded, I felt like we, we was never going to lose, right? A couple of about three, four years back, I just had the confidence that we was not going to lose. And I'm slowly gaining that back again. I'm yeah. slowly starting to think, do you know what? He's the real deal here, man. He's, he's making us into something. Yeah. To, to, Rick, when, when we went down to, um, oh, sorry, when we went 2-0 up, did, was there any part of you that were fearful? Because I think all of us looked towards that West Ham game and maybe the Newcastle <laughs> game where we conceded. But this and the Man City game before it, and even the Chelsea mm-hmm. game, it kind of felt like, this is what we're about. It doesn't feel uncomfortable. We're happy living in this high pressure environment. Is that, is there any truth in that, Rick? Uh, not for me, mate. I was, uh, Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> makes scars, scars do heal, but you can still see them. Uh, <laughs> and playing Arsenal over the years and, you know, just being done, like, like we were just saying, when we when we started off going 1-0 up or taking the lead against them, and then ultimately it's our undoing and whatever else happens. But, yeah, a lot of that has, has you know, uh, uh, as the years have gone on with Poch and uh, with Mourinho as well, the, the mentality has, has, uh, has built and we are uh, stronger for it. There are times where there are relapses and it's happened under Mourinho, like like the West Ham game. And I do feel generally a lot more positive. And there were times as well, both under Poch and, and Mourinho, like where, you know, where it's gone to, it's 85 minutes and you're nil-nil. And I'm still thinking, we're going to win here. I don't care. We will get that goal. Trust me. At 87 minutes, we score the goal. Um, and it's that mentality of that never say die mentality, and um, 
of going into it and thinking that you're going to win and have that belief that it's built over the years. But even though when we play Arsenal, there is there isn't a part of me where I'm sitting there thinking, well, I'm 100% cos- uh, um, positive about it and confident, sorry. It's still, uh, yeah, it, it's still one of those things that's in the balance. But as the game played out, and I was going into the game with confidence, to be fair. Sounds like you're hang up though, Rick. It's like we're all getting past it and you're, you know, just to, trying to give your negativity to us. And all I say no, is- I'm with Rick, man. Uh, there was there wasn't a minute of enjoy. I watched the game again this afternoon, all of it, because I couldn't. I can't enjoy any of it at the time. Only at about <clears throat> eighty five, eighty six, did I genuinely start to <laughs> to sit down. Like I, I, I go through. I'm not a superstitious person, really, but I do in the in the derby. Like you know, I was stood up when we scored both goals, so I stood up for the whole game. I, I looked like I was pretending to be the manager, so I just stood arms folded, shouting <laughs> at the telly. Uh, <laughs> you know, throwing stuff. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Like there is no, because when you, when you're in the lead, the nervousness, it's a different fear. Then it's a fear of fucking up. Whereas, whereas at nil, nil, it's a fear of, of just do it type fear. It changes through the game. So I'm with Rick. I I didn't enjoy any of it until I watched it again today. Um, Hugo Lloris and Ndombele, Ndombele pulled out. There was rumours about Hugo Lloris not being able to make it because of COVID, although there was no official statement pretty much up until two hours before it came out and uh, Ali Gold, is it Ali Goldstein? Oh, I can't remember his name. Gold. Ali Gold. Alistair Gold. Alistair Gold. He, he came out and said that he has to revise his uh, predicted lineup and take Hart out and put Lloris in, which made me feel so much better. Um, how much it was? It was so so weird because I think for everyone there was oh have you have you heard that Hart's going to start? Larissa's you know uh, not fit or he's unwell. He's this, he's that, and everyone else saying oh yeah, my guy said this and my sources said that and rah rah rah, and and then the person who gives me a leveling of truth and makes me feel a little bit balanced. It's Flav coming in the WhatsApp group going, there isn't any, there's nothing confirmed. Like, yeah. don't believe it. Like, and I'm like, why am I taking positivity from Flav of all people? Well, but it's making me feel great. Yeah, because and there, then, was, there was nothing out there. The hours roll around and Larice starts. And I was like, yeah, boy. <laughs> because no, there was, it was just lots of people talking lots of Flav. I know, but when, but when loads of people are saying the sky is blue, you're going to go, yeah, the sky is blue. Yeah, but, but every, then someone else is yeah, saying but, it's red and you're like, oh, I don't know, mate. Yeah, but sometimes saying it's blue. Yeah, but look for yourself, Rick. Yeah. yeah, I should have. Uh, yeah, I should have done. But it's easier to believe other people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. No, you're not. ITK is in the mud, mate. ITK is in the mud. It was. It was. That was almost as big a win as that. Is the as the game yesterday? I it just, was a win I for just, us com- common folk who don't have uh, people who you know have. What you got to remember about these about, about these people who claim to have contacts in the club? They want their their complete existence is based on giving information if they don't have any they are irrelevant so they have to just say shit whether it's right or wrong they have to say shit and the fact is that if they say shit and get things wrong then the next time they give information the people receiving it myself included if i had it would want to believe it therefore we turn it into truths when we're telling our mates so yeah the, the fact is 
especially like we would have heard way before the morning of kickoff if Loris had COVID. We definitely would have. So the fact that there was nothing in it, I was like, oh, I don't know, I just none of this feels right at all. Anyway, he started. Uh, we were all much happier for it, uh, but we, none of us were expecting Ndombele not to start. And um, I feel like the pattern of the game sort of lent itself to that. I felt like where where we had absolutely nothing of the ball, and that was intentional by Mourinho for sure to protect that two goal lead as he's become accustomed to do and we've been accustomed to to watching. But I feel like with Ndombele in that midfield who has the just the ability to turn something out of nothing to create space when he doesn't have any, we'd have, it would have been an easier watch in the second half. But the fact is, we still won without him. We won without one of the best midfielders in the country, hands down, in my opinion. What, what, um, what I was just saying, uh, again... About uh, the Lurie stuff, and, and I was just saying I was lazy. I was believing everybody else and stuff. Um, what actually happened with Ndombele? Because the, I've only seen like chattering COVID WhatsApp groups and stuff like that. And no, no, I didn't hear that. I just heard no, that he, um, he he wasn't ready, or he almost kind of like he told Mourinho it, it wasn't. I don't know if it it sounded like it wasn't. An injury, but he, no, he, he, um, he wasn't he wasn't fit or he wasn't ready or wasn't in the right frame of mind, which um I hope it isn't true because obviously you know uh Jose and um and Dumbele were at loggerheads for, for a while because you know for whatever reasons and now it seems like their their relationship is getting back on track and this is the type of game where if you're you know, seventy percent fit. He, you know, Jose wants you to, you know, play past your pain, put your put your neck on the line for the team, and then re- and really step up um, until until you literally a, have to be. I think that's a bit of a myth of that because he 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 pulls him off at sixty minutes. If he wants him to play past his his comfortable threshold, then he wouldn't do that consistently. I think he understands. No, it's for fit. It's for fit. If if he keeps bringing him off at sixty minutes, he knows that's the that's the right time because he's not gonna overcommit himself and strain and pull a muscle or whatever. He's building his fitness by by pulling him off on 60. Because if he left him in on for 90, then he knows he's going to blow a gasket. He started the last, so I think we've seen started the last we've three seen, games. Well, we've seen that, that he woke up on and felt unwell and declared himself unfit in the morning. And then you heard Jose talking about it before the game. He sounded a bit miffed, I think, was probably the right way. He didn't seem like angry or anything, but... I think it's Undenbelly that declared himself unfit. Oh, um, uh, okay, and he didn't. Well, so where did where, what did it, where did Umbelli declare himself unfit then? Well, I don't think he that's did. what was that's what was said. Uh, that was what was said before the game, and then what was by who? To, to Mourinho by it the reporter before the game. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's a lot. It's, the, the problem with podcasts like ours is that you just say whatever you want, and if you say it with enough authority, then just believe it. Just, well, I just heard him. Say, I heard them say it that he, he woke up unwell and didn't and didn't feel that he was able to play. I don't think you did. So <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I really hate you some days. <laughs> don't, mate. Don't come on the podcast that I've built. Right, I've built single handedly. Right, come on and, and just throw mud on it. All right, it's not on. 
It's not on, on, is it, Terry? <laughs> not on, it's not, not on. Hey, tell, tell Alex, say Alex. I'm, I'm clearing <laughs> stuff up, I'm saying facts. You just called someone Ali McGold a minute ago, right? We had to correct a name there. When I'm, We're just, me and Rick are just trying to make sure that everything's you know, above board. <laughs> no, you're creating, you're creating issues where there ain't any. You're saying no, no, no. You're saying that Ndombele and Jose Mourinho's relationship has completely broken down. That's what I heard. Right. This is this is great. This is going to be back to uh, you drove 120 miles to watch David Bentley play for Birmingham. Barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Barefoot eating Toblerone. That's that is, that is 100% true. Um, Stood outside in the wind and all that terrible stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when we went one nil down, he just pulled his pants down. <laughs> for no reason no reason the security he's guards wrong had, to, either, really. had, to, had to escort him away uh, Al yeah what do you think of the Sky Pundit's reaction to our win uh, they weren't they weren't they, they weren't, um, they weren't complimentary of us were they no I, but I think you know I'm not a fan of Graham Sooners as, as you well know in fact I think he's one of the, the, the probably the laziest <laughs> pundits out there but you know, essentially all he was saying, really, I thought people overreacted a bit. All he was saying really was, look, I, I, I didn't really enjoy watching that game in the second half. And I think if you're a neutral, that's probably all right. That's probably fair to say. But he said, I understand why he's doing it. Uh, and that's right. So you either care what Graham Sooner says and get all wound up and tweet about him. Uh, or or you just like, OK, well, fair enough. I mean, who cares? I mean, I said I tweeted out as soon as okay because he just kept rambling on about from story to story, like he was talking to a grandkid in like his little woodshed where he makes puzzles of a weekend. But it was, uh, yeah, I mean, to be expected. We've heard him say this about Chelsea teams that Mourinho's managed, United teams. To be expected, but you know, this is we're winning these games, and as I said to you the other week, this game in particular. I mean, who, who, none of us care how you win it. You just have to win it. Yeah, indeed. Well, if you, look- I hate it. The uh, like the way that people are reporting on the game and stuff like that. The Sky commentators and everyone. It's only Sky commentators. They, they were the worst. No, there was. There, I mean, there's there's been a few like uh, murmurs and stuff like that that I've heard. Like you know, when we played. United, it's oh, it's uh, Ollie's fault. Uh, you know, he's inadequate and blah blah blah. He played City and beat them. And um, it was kind of like this Mourinho masterclass stroke. City are old, didn't invest. They're not the same city as two years ago, blah, blah, blah. At Chelsea, they played with their handbrake on and we just cancelled each other out. Arsenal, um, Arteta's shit. And the Arsenal team was shit. And they're in 15th place for, for a reason. And it's always to do with how the other teams performed, not how we've performed, not how we've managed the game, not how tactically we've outsmarted them, not how, you know, we've had, a, you know, there's been a couple of times where Kane and Son and, and Dombele, they, they, you know, they turn in these uh, amazing performances and where we scored the goal, that's where the, the commentators have hung their hat. We, you know, we won that game because there's just been that one bit of brilliance, but nothing to do with the, how the rest of the team has performed. And it's always been on how um, poor the other team have been and not how good we've been. So, And I've been noticing that over the last couple of weeks and I, and I heard a bit about that then. So um just wanted to get that off my chest and say, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're right. I mean, like, like T, go, after yeah. we beat West, West, uh, West Brom away, which in, in your, in, in you, you know, the... 
the few bars that you wrote yeah. for us that we we put out. And if you haven't seen that, go and look on our. Actually, you you retweeted it earlier, didn't you, T? Um, yeah, I did. To say, just listen to the last four bars, man. Still relevant. Like, the last four. I said, if we get through the, we was uh, we just beat City when I wrote it. So we were sitting at the top of the league. It was Sunday night. I scribbled it out. Um, and I said, if we go through, like, the next two games is uh, Chelsea and then Arsenal, right? Both London games. Um, and then we'll really see where we're at. To say City, Arsenal and Chelsea, and we got seven points out of that, uh, who's mad? Who's mad? Yeah. Like, I ain't mad at that. Oh. Uh, so... I think, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're, do you know what? Going back to uh, Rick's point, I think we're in a position where we're doing well right now and people don't like it. Yeah, they just don't like it. It's unexpected. Right? So, yeah, of course they're having a dig. Of course they're going to complain, are we? They didn't do this, they didn't do that. Look what we did. We shut them down. They had uh, 70-something possession of the ball in the second half. They had 38 crosses. They had less shots on target than we did. Uh what more do you want, man? What do you want from us? Look how good we're performing. We and we we're not leaking no goals at the back. We like we rigid. Yeah, come on, man. They just looking to find criticism because at the end of the day, we're snatching everyone's points and we're sitting pretty at the top. I know it's like to be a winner. It's good stuff. People hate you. They do. If, if the people ain't hating on the way you're playing, then you're doing some. You're doing something wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, doing it wrong. Um, Alex, you said you said before the Man City game, if we can get seven from nine out mm-hmm. of the next three games that you'd be mm-hmm. happy and that's exactly where we are i'm very I, happy I, I, I i'm very imagine. happy we all are we you don't all are. stand it fella you don't, i'm not gonna lie you don't stand it out yeah what's wrong with you? Uh, i am i am i uh i mean you can't ask for more and i think um say it in a happier way though <laughs> <laughs> No, go on. Say, say it in a happier way. High, high, no, slightly higher. No, this, this is this is the best you'll get. He's still, he's no, still. No, forget about him. Imagine if Pochettino was in charge and he'd just done that. Say, yeah, it, but you don't you never love. You no, know, no, it's 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 different. Yeah, but Alex, just, for, just, just for a laugh, just just just, just for a laugh, just say it in a happier way. No, because I, I am happy. I'm I'm I joy. I just I roared. I haven't roared. <laughs> oh, not believable. Well, yeah. I haven't roared. I, I mean, what, how many more animal impressions do you need? Right, say because... it. Say it as like an elephant would say it. <laughs> Fuck, I'm not. I'm just. A, I'm just a joke to you, like. <laughs> right. uh, it's not seven points from uh, from these three games is is great. The only bit that annoyed me about about the, the punditry, I think, look, if there's no getting away, but the, the second half, there's two camps, and the second half against Chelsea and the second half against Arsenal are hard watches. There's nothing. To, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything controversial about that. It's not to say it doesn't work or you shouldn't be doing it or anything like that. It it's just a question of of how of how you look at things, right? But then Mourinho's interview afterwards, I thought was was probably spot on. He's like, look, you know, we're winning the game at, after 60 minutes, you know. So why why invent not invent why invite yourself to make mistakes by having loads of the ball when it's up to them to try and to get back in the game? And that's that's fine. That's a perfectly acceptable. Approach to take and it's working. Um, the only bit that annoyed me about the punditry was like, oh, well, I'd like to see what they've been doing, what they'll do against some smaller teams. Like we haven't played any smaller teams that have stuck ten men behind the ball yet, and and we've and we've dealt with them as well. Sometimes well, sometimes it's it needed to be late on in games, but we've done it. So that was the only bit that annoyed me because it was just like as if we've only played these three games this season, which was uh, frustrating. 
But again, like I said, I think people saying that, you know, it's not an, a massively entertaining way to watch football. I don't think that's controversial, but fuck me, it's effective. And one thing I will concede about Mourinho is my doubts about him at the beginning when it was actually about his competency was whether he could get this team to do what he wanted them to do effectively at this level. And after some of the games last year, with Kane and Son and without Kane and Son, I didn't see it. And that was part of my reasoning as to why I just don't think he can do this. Um, and I've been proved massively wrong so far. And that's great. Who doesn't like being proved wrong? I mean, I mean, he's won 22 major trophies. He doesn't care what you think. Al. Right, <laughs> can we um, just move on? He's not left, is he? No. All oh, right, all right. Sorry, Steve just arrived. Uh, Steve, we're going to be with you shortly for for the uh, for the quiz. Alex, I'm, I'm only mucking about. You you know more about football than sort of about one tenth for the people I've met. So just all of all of you. It's, it's me and Harry that are qualified coaches. Harry right? Brooks. Harry Brooks, who's been on the podcast previously, is a qualified coach. And you are at what level? It was irrelevant, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's rather relevant, Al. Yeah, but the fact the fact is, is I am qualified. So the, the only thing I'd like to say is, if Harry could follow me on Twitter, that would that would that would help a lot. <laughs> All right, Alex. I just want to I want to come to you about our next round of fixtures because um, you did you did predict what you'd you'd want to be happy, and I think. All of us are in the same boat there. None, none of us really expected seven. I was saying four out of four out of nine, I would have been happy with you know a win, a draw, and a loss. I could kind of reconcile the fact that we've got more than that. Alex, you were you know you bang on. Um, if you remove Antwerp on Thursday, we've got Palace, Liverpool, and Leicester. Palace away, Liverpool away, and Leicester at home. What would be a good return from that? Given the fact that where you know where we are, what 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 would you think would be a good return from Palace away, Liverpool away, and Leicester at home? Um, I think we'll have enough to beat Palace. I think them winning five one at the weekend might actually be the best news for us. Yeah, because they're going to be up, tails up, flying. You know, they're they're going to find it hard to then sit behind, you know, behind a block after just scoring five goals in their last game. Um. Uh, so I think I think we'll be all right there. Liverpool are still. I mean, I had my ums and ahs about Liverpool, but they were incredible last night. Yeah, it's really um, frustrating, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so with the same, I think we'll, you know the last three games we'll see the same approach against Liverpool and Leicester. And if we can, um, in if we can, I think we get beat Leicester. So I think six out of nine, six yeah. out of nine, I'll go for. That, that I, I I'd agree with that. Tone, do you remember the last time we asked you to predict three games? Yeah. Do you remember? I, 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 do you know what? I said nine points, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You said nine points. This is when we had two, wasn't there one in the Champions League group and we had to play, oh God, I want to say PSV, we had to play Barcelona away and one other and I can't remember what the team team was. We needed, this is our Champions League, this is our charge to the Champions League final. Yep. And uh, we I were all going, oh God, we're fucked and you just went nine fucking points. Yep. Was it in That's the line? It was in the Milan, actually. Yeah, it was. Look, look, how do you remember these? We're, we're all ta- we're t- we're taking side lessons off uh, Felonius. Yeah, on uh, focus, it. meditating, remembering, <laughs> masturbating. Man, I need some of that in me. Yeah, life. dick touching. Uh, T. Uh, I've got I've got plenty of that in me life, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to cut it out to be fair. <laughs> T. T what, what are you saying in Palace, Liverpool, Leicester? What would you take from those three games? 
Uh, what would I take? I'd take seven, but we're taking nine. Yes, yes, I love it. Rick, anything to add? Uh, seven. And but before we move on to uh, the quiz, um, can we just uh, draw our minds back to how funny it was on our breakaway second goal? When there was four Spurs players against their two, or whatever it was. <laughs> well, what was funny is that their their big man that they all went fucking crazy about party, Thomas Party. <laughs> right? He said, I've had he just I've had had his own party on the sideline, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was like, you know what? Fuck this. I didn't sign up for this. I fuck. This is bullshit. I don't understand what's going on here. I don't understand why they're trying so hard. I've never been in a game like this before. All right. Arteta, when I came here, you just said this was going to be easy. Just play midfield, do what you want. And I've come here to this place called White Hart Lane, Tottenham, absolute shitter. When I drove in, this is worse than anything I've seen in my entire life, right? I get off the coach, I walk into this lovely stadium, I thought this is all good. I get on the pitch and it's like I'm about to be... Can't say what I used to be able to say 10 years on this podcast, but <laughs> I was about to be in the middle, in the middle, of, the, in the middle of the pitch and Ndombele isn't even here. <laughs> he's not even here I'll tell you, he's, he's having all this conversation just as just as so Ajorie gets that ball off the toe of um, Aubameyang passes it into La Celso and then I don't know if you guys have seen right there is a absolutely wonderful clip of Arsenal fan TV long may Arsenal fan TV remain forever <laughs> can it stay forever please, please. because it's literally given us a thousand likes for nothing every time they lose. And there was one clip they had, right? The one clip where they're all like really happy. Go on, Bellerin. Go on. Do it. Come on. Great play. Great play. Cross it. You fucked it. Or Oria gets the ball, passes it into Lacelso. It cuts to Robbie. Robbie goes, they're three on two. They're three on they're four on two. The ball get ball guy next to him goes, We're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> and it keeps going. And they're like, no, no. DT pulls his shirt over his r- rotund <laughs> belly, puts it across his eyes. And then, it, and, and then we score and he goes, fuck you. Fuck you, <laughs> Bellerin. <laughs> he started jumping up and stamping, didn't he? Like a little petulant kid. <laughs> I bet, T, I bet you've seen more petulance, a less petulance, actually, in the classrooms that you're teaching. I bet. Well, a hundred percent. 100%. I'm in a class of six and seven year olds. Yeah. And they don't misbehave like that. They don't. Because first of all, they know I don't have that. Mr. Hamlet does not tolerate that. Right? <laughs> we don't tolerate that type of stuff. No. All right. Slow your roll. Don't let me speak to your mum. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. It's like, nah, that when he jumped up and he did that jump with a two footed jump and he stamped down. And like, bro, you a big man. You like six foot three. You weigh about 19 and a half stone, bro. Like, you can't be doing that. Did you see the camera shook the room? Like, he's yeah, I, just not supposed to be doing would that. You mind, would you mind if I just played it? You'll be able to hear the audio. You guys might not yeah. be able to. Right? For the next 45 seconds, I'm just going to play it out. Just so people out there who may not have seen it, just can hear the audio brilliance of this. <laughs> oh. Oh, well done, well done, well done. Look up, come on, 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 come
Nah. No. Right. I can't even hear it. Don't worry, don't worry. The people who be able to listen to this back will hear it. Get this fucking oh. wanker out of this club. Oh, mate. Uh, uh, no, do you know what, right? Speaking of speaking of kids, that's that's what we made Partey look like when he was uh, stood on the side. Up. Like, if, if you've ever seen a kid who's lost in Tesco's, just, like, looking up around, yeah. just looking for, looking for a policeman or <laughs> security guard or just someone to say, oh, I can't find my mum. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, yeah what was, and that's what all of them look like. It, Arsenal were a lost kid. In Tesco's. And if night. I if I was that security guy, I'd go up to him and go, I don't give a fuck where your mum is. Keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> Just go and wander. There's a road out there. Go out there. No, I wouldn't do that. Like, you know, Sorry, what? What? Sorry, I'm talking about Thomas Party as a child, not any child. <laughs> right, it's all fun and games, oh, isn't it? Me. All fun and games till a kid gets run over. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Uh, well, let's move on to our sponsored content. Uh, William Hill, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, the, the Flying Cock is sponsored by William Hill. Uh, William Hill is the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. They've sent us across some wonderful odds. Uh, lads, I, I just want to throw some of these at you. Currently, Spurs are 4-1 to one to win the Premier League. I don't think we've ever been that short, ever. I, I, I'm pretty sure we've, we've never been that short. 4-1, to one. even when we were chasing Leicester and... Um, and Chelsea, maybe we got close to that, but after ten games, eleven games, where we're at now, four to one. But more importantly, and, and I and I actually think it's too short. Like we we like if you're going to bet on Spurs win the league, you'd have bet on them back in the day when the odds were good. Right now, you know, yeah. it's 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 too far gone. We're 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 ready to go. But Arsenal are a hundred to one to to re, for, for relegation. They may not get relegated. <laughs> They may, not re- long. Yeah, they may not get relegated, but Arsenal 2-1, to one, this is where the value is, to finish in the bottom half. 2-1, to one, mm. double your money. Like, they've got to finish below 10. Are they, are they going to, unless they sack Arteta, it doesn't seem like a whole, whole, whole deal is going to change, boys. What do you imagine, think? They did, ima- yeah. imagine they did get relegated, though. <sighs> just, like, we had, just, a, we had oh, a question, God. actually. We had a question of whether or not we'd take that. Would you want? Would you, you know want? What? I saw that question. Yes. And you know what? No, I, I, because it, it was an either or. Like we win the league or they get relegated. I will take the trophy. Yeah, I oh, take yeah, the yeah. trophy because yeah. they, they are not representative of my team's success. I don't care what they do. I don't care what happens to them. They are not representative of who of what I love. But oh my days, if they went down, I would put out the tower. Dr- I'd be drunk, bro. Oh my days, I would <laughs> yeah, not that- come down for a week. There's nothing. There's nothing in this argument about um, we need Arsenal as our sort of nemesis to to nope. ratify who we are. If they go down, it is party season. Like it is. Oh, I'm not sure I'm coming out of that party. It'll be that <laughs> that heavy. Yeah. We'll have to write that year off. Like you know, like 2020 was a write off. I will have to write <laughs> the rest of that year off because there is no way you're finding me in any sensible state whatsoever. Yeah, but that, it'd be, yeah, but it'd be good though. Like 2020 was bad, but it'd be good. I'd be blinding. Yeah, I'd be blinding. Uh, Alex, you you fancy Arsenal's finishing the bottom half? Will we get out of it? Uh. I mean, it depends. They they have got a lot of work to do. So you talk about AFTV. I mean, I have drank 
almost every minute of content that they've done because I, I want to support them. I want them to stay forever. So I, I'm donating. I'm doing all sorts. Uh, <laughs> you're you're but, financially um, supporting their existence. <laughs> honestly, I'm watching everything. Everything he does. I, I watched the, I, I've watched uh, just them talking to each other just about stuff. I, honestly, anything I can do to help, uh, I'm there. <laughs> but um, like they they've got some they've got some serious issues like they've all been talking about like retrospectively about Yang, right and there was a clip uh, that Arsenal put out about Yang talking about the derby beforehand like how important it is in there and he looks fucking miserable like ridiculous <laughs> and every comment underneath is like what's up with him why is he upset why is he being like this you know what's happening it's a joy yeah, honestly it is he... a joy it is a joy Alex but you're asking him about something he doesn't understand like he doesn't get it no, but they, not just that. They were just talking about just about his general demeanor in like for the last few weeks, right? So they are genuinely terrified that he is like you know, just like his dog's up. died or something. Like that, given up, right? You've just given uh, him four hundred yeah. grand a week, and he's just like, great, because I don't have to do anything anymore. And they've got they've got certain parts of their like social media selling Arteta out T-shirts. <laughs> it's not that. So let's let's talk specifically. This is uh, troops who's done this. He's just, yes. he's gone over to America and doing what he's doing. He's getting his money, whatever it is. That's, that's like fair play. But um, there was a moment during the, the bar room because they've got him and then they've, who, uh, who has an Arsenal shirt. So they've got these two characters who, I don't know if they're representative or not, but they, they're vocal and they're just, it, it's become a parody, like to a certain extent. Yeah. It's just, they're just screaming at each other, like, literally like they hate each other. And one's saying, trust the process, and and, and, t- and and Troops is going, fuck that, I'm done, Arteta out. Because ultimately, all of these people go back to the same trope, is we yeah. don't know what's going on, let's get something that we can sell some t-shirts or, or build a flag or f- 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 like a, um, fly a flag, whatever it is. And let's just say whatever it is, because the simplest thing that they can do is say, I'll oh, get the manager out, because that's what fixes everything. But where it comes into, you know, all this, without talking about fucking Arsenal fan TV all the time, but the, the thing is, you can't tell me that that doesn't affect players. Like, th- this isn't the old days, right, Like where some have got social media, some haven't. They, they all see this, they know about it, and at times when it's been at its most toxic, they've been able to kind of get out of it towards the end when they've had people like Arsene Wenger or um, Emery to an extent sometimes, you know, when they pull a couple results out of the bag or a little run, because, you know, they've got that experience. They haven't got anyone with experience there now. You know, so they, they really could be in some proper shit at the end of the season. I mean, I don't I think they're going to get but but, you know, you're talking, you know, just another year of them just dripping further down that, that mediocrity They deserve level, it, though. They deserve brilliant. it. Brilliant. And that's why you want them. You don't want anything kind of too dramatic. It just pure mediocrity fucking destroys them. And it's a, oh, it's brilliant. It is wonderful. Um, it's lovely to watch. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I and mean, we've had years of it. Like, one of the reasons I'm so kind of, you know, why they make me feel sick and I talk about Arsenal in the way that I do is because of everything I've experienced. And, and, and you are what, what you've lived through. And I'm not saying my True. position about, you know, hating them as much as I do is healthy. The healthiest thing would be to be indifferent to Arsenal, really. Enjoy our victories and deal with the the the, the defeats. But I can't do it. I've it's, I've gone too far. I've experienced too much. Too much has been done. 
My front bum's been t- touched too much by him. <laughs> part, but part of it is fun. Do you know what, right? I don't, any, I don't own anything red. I own no pieces of red clothing, right? Apart from one red pair of boxes, right, that sits in that drawer. I never put them on because I'm like, well, it's red. I, I, you know, they came in like a pack for Christmas, but I don't, I don't wear them. <laughs> today, I thought, you're no threat to me. I put it on. I put them on today. <laughs> That's I legendary. Progress. I, I, pulled, I pulled them out of the drawer. I looked at them. I said... I'm going to put my knob on you all day. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine. And you know what's wild, though? I'm the same. I don't own anything red. My uncle, from I was a kid, my uncle wouldn't have red in his house. Not nothing. Nothing could be red. So I grew up the same way. There's no red in my house. Like, not an item of clothing, not a teacup, not like, no, nothing red. You can't have red over it. You can't no. do it. I love that, Al. I'm, I'm proud of you, Al. I was uh, FaceTiming with my uh, nearly four-year-old a uh, little girl on um, Sunday morning. She had a Where's red dress on. Right. Uh, and I was like, no, I, I don't, you can't wear that today, darling. Just oh. Tottenham playing Arsenal. Yeah. Go change that. And I could hear her mum in the background go, don't be ridiculous. Like, no, go on, go and change it. She went, all right, trotted in, went and put on a different dress. Did you, you actually know, go, thing, did you actually go out? Don't take, don't tell me how to raise my child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get that fucking dress over. <laughs> <laughs> No front the derby That's day. good parenting, that is. Uh, that's good parenting. Yeah. All right. Good work. Good work. Um, Spurs are currently five to one favourites to win the Europa League trophy. Five to one. We've short. We've started at eight or nine. Now we're at five to one. Four to 11 to top Group J, which means beating Antwerp on Thursday. Uh, Vinicius, 16 to five to score at any time. With William Hill, Mora, uh, seven to five to score at any time. And Spurs to win two nil is six to one. Um, they did cause us some troubles out there. It was really frustrating. That was one of the uh, proper low points in, in Jose Mourinho's time at Tottenham so far. This is the the, the, the time he made five subs at halftime, I think. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. We'll roll over them. They're shit. They've got to be shit, aren't they? They're Antwerp. Yeah, they have to the Royal yeah. Antwerp. Fuck's sake. Do you mind if we finish uh, second? I mean, we've qualified now, so it's one of those things that... Will Will Jose put even more? Will, will he give the youngsters a go? Will he do this? Will he do that? Will he Will he be team? No, you don't want to feel. You don't want to be finishing second in. This. No, I, I don't. I don't want to. I, I want to finish top. Why? But in why? Case, what happens? Because the Champions League teams drop out. Well, well, the third positions in the group stages, Champions League come down and get us. Will they, Alex? Why would you just give yourself? Why would you make it harder for yourself? The whole point of Jose's tactics in every game is don't make it harder for yourself than it needs to be. Don't listen. Why not be the same with the group? Every time we was in the group stages in the Champions League, we finished uh, second or first. The, the, the thought of us finished third in that group was inconceivable. Now you're worried about what is it? Fucking what? Dunfermline or whoever's in that team? I don't know who's in that in, in the Champions League group. What? Brilliant knowledge. Gent, like alphabet teams. Gent, <laughs> Gent, Gent alphabet teams. You're worried about Gent, are you? Uh, just saying. Why make it harder for yourself than it needs to be? No, I mean, I agree. We should finish. Hopefully, we finish top, so we don't have to deal with any Champions League teams. But we are, <laughs> we are betting this competition now. Is what I'm saying is, you need to project us above where we are. All right, visualize to yeah. realize. I just, just move on. I, 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 you're upsetting me now. All right, should we bring Steve on for the quiz? Let's do it. Come on in, Steve. Unmute yourself. Let's go. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Hi. Steve. Steve. Right. Steve's older than me. He ain't worked it out ever. <laughs> no, he can unmute himself, surely. Right, click on your name, Steve. Steve. <laughs> this is the fighting cocker. I love it so much. Right click and hit mute. 
Oh no! What I've, about if we no, all chant Steve muted together? Him. It's my fault. It's my fault, Steve. I muted him. Steve. Steve. <laughs> Yeah, it's my fault. How delicious was that? It was my fault. It was my (laughs) amazing. My server muted you. If that is, if that's such a thing. Anyway, Steve, the last time we did, um... I was panicking like mad. Sorry, mate. Well, you should panic now because these questions are bloody hard. The last time we had you on, uh, you had six out of seven, I think, before your internet cut out. Did your internet cut out, or did you shit yourself? (laughs) No, no, no. I I was in the corner of the room, um, my my daughter's uh, bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, with those terrible Wi-Fi. Anyway, let's get on with it because uh, that's boring. But hey, Flav, you've had a bit of a beer tonight. Uh, very nice. What? 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 what is, is this specifically about sending kids into the traffic or <laughs> something else? No, love, loving it. Loving right, it. What, good, the, uh, well, why wouldn't I have a beer? Is? Tottenham Hotspur have just beaten uh, uh, the, the 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 shitty little Arsenal, haven't we? Anyway, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> let's uh, let's get these quiz uh, this quiz done and see if you can topple. Well, T has eight out of ten. All right. But the champion currently is Jimmy Riggle, and he has nine out of ten. So this is what you're up against. Let's do it. I've got to say hello to Ricky, my man Ricky. How you doing, Ricky? Not bad, Steve. How are you, boy? I oh, love you. Love you, bro. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. All right, go All right. on, Flav. All right, Flav, let's go. Number one, Harry Kane became the highest score, goal scorer in the North London derby history yesterday. But who yeah. held the record before him? Well, Addy Bayor. Yes. And Bobby Smith. Is correct for one point. Uh, second question is who was the last Spurs player to score two free kicks in a game and against who? The last uh, Spurs player uh, two, to score two free kicks two in a game. Free, two free kicks. I'm going to go. Was it Bale in the Europa Cup or something? It was incorrect. It was Ericsson versus Swansea. Swansea, yes. Uh, I got that. I got that. Yes. Number three. Who did we play in the 125th anniversary game? In the blue and white kit, and what was the score? Aston Villa, 4-4. Correct. That's two out of three. That was horrible, that game. Yeah, it was. Uh, Number four, who is the oldest player to have played for Tottenham in the Premier League era? Oh, probably a goalie. Friedel? It is Friedel. uh, I bloody knew that! Amazing! Amazing! I knew the answer. There is no bonus points, but just so people at home can play along. Do you know his age? Uh, was he 40? 42. Uh, 42 Oof. years old wow. and 176 days, which isn't that impressive given the fact that Ibrahimovic is 39 and scored 20 goals in 10 games this season or something. Shit. Wow. Number five, I played for Derby, Tottenham, Wolves and Hull. Who am I? Uh, is that... Uh... Derby. Huddleston? Yes, correct. That's four out of five. Number six. Okay. How many German players have played for Spurs? German, my God. Right, okay. Can you name them? Off the, oh, well, all of them. Oh, well, well, if you, if you give me the number, you get a point. But if you can name a couple, <laughs> that'd be nice. Let's go, uh, let's go for seven. Seven is, well, it's incorrect. Oh, no. Much, le- much lower. Two. Much. Well, no, you've got no, Freund, no. Ziga, Klinsmann. You've got three of them. One more. There's three. Uh, and uh, no, go on, Lewis Holtby. Um, so that's what was English, that? isn't he? <laughs> that was four out of six. Number seven, how many cup finals have Spurs appeared in domestic and European since the Premier League began in 1992? How many cup finals have we been in since 1992? Oh, right, got uh, not uh, cup finals. Uh, we're looking at five. 
I so I would have said five, but the answer yeah. apparently is six. So that would be five in the League Cup. Yeah. We've been in five League Cup finals. Yeah. What are they? Blackburn. We lost, didn't we? Man United. United, We lost on pens. Yeah. I wonder if I've even been alive for the last how many years. (laughs) So there's five, apparently, and one in the the Champions League. So it was six in total. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so that's uh, you're down three. So eight. eight. Uh, who has scored more goals for Spurs, Deli Ali or Ericsson? So close. Uh, Deli Ali. Deli Ali has fifty. Ericsson has fifty-one. No. Oh, these are difficult. Really difficult. To oh be fair. God. Number nine. Which caretaker manager has managed the most games for Spurs in the care- care- caretaker capacity? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, what is? We well, yeah, got to be David Pleat, isn't it? Correct. Forty-seven games. Yeah. Uh, number yeah. 10, finally, who said it first? Sorry, who said it? Barino or Trump? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> right. A, you must go forth into the world with passion, courage in your conviction, and most importantly, to be true to yourself. B, God must really think I'm a great guy. C, it is not a conspiracy. It is fact. I speak facts. Do you want me to read them out again? Saying Trump saying it or Mourinho saying it? So Trump has said one of these. Okay. So, so all right, pick which one Trump has said. A, I reckon Trump said the middle one. <laughs> no, he didn't. Jose Mourinho said, God must really think I'm a great guy. Uh, Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> so just, just go through those again. Number eight. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah. Trump, Trump said, you must go forth into the world with passion, courage, and your conviction. And most importantly, to be true to yourself, Jose Mourinho said, God must really think I'm a great guy. And C, (laughs) Jose also said, it is not a conspiracy. It is fact. I speak facts. Hmm. I think you've got those wrong way around. I'm I'm reading out what the quiz master said, Alex. That first quote is from Legally Blonde. He nicked that from Legally Blonde. Did he really? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. But uh, what does surprise me, Steve, <laughs> is that you got six out of ten. Oh, how hard were those questions? They, were very, they were very, very hard. And I won the first one, so this is all sort of just bonus anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I, I think you did well. I wouldn't. I would have liked Tony when he just pu- pumped in with a you know one one great answer. He was happy enough, weren't you, Tony? I'm over the bro. I got two. I even got the David Pleat one. I just didn't want to shout out. I'm like. I'm, <laughs> Two out of ten, bro. I'm cruising right now. The thing like, is, how, my football how, knowledge is through the roof. It's so hard to make these questions sort of like a level playing field for everybody. So, look, if you come on, and there has been, like, I just want to say, I've got, and I haven't responded to everybody, but in my DMs, I've got at least thirty people saying I want to take this quiz on, and I've read them all. I know, like, all of you are going to get on over the next, the, the rest of the season, but we can't guarantee that these questions are going to be easy or hard. They're just going to be. You have to deal with what you got. Jimmy Riggle, we all know he got an easy set of questions. Everyone knows that. Like, Jim, you've been lording it around. You're going to be listening to this. No one respects the (laughs) 9 out of 10 you got. No one respects it. All right? So (laughs) what you need to do is come back on again and, 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 you know, give it another go. If you don't want to, if you want to take the, you know, the League Cup of the Fighting Cock quiz, that's fine. You take it. You you take it home to your parents. They're all, I'm sure, they'll be happy with you. But we won't respect you. We don't respect you. No one respects you, Jim. So no. what you need to do is come back on. So Steve came on. He 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 he, he give himself uh, the best chance at answering some some seriously difficult questions. 
Jim, you answered tiny little girl questions. But yeah, you carry on telling everyone you're the champ. Right. Uh, that has been the Fighting Cop podcast. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Brilliant. Uh, Thanks very much. Alex, Ricky, T, absolutely love the pair, a lot of you. Not this three of you. Later, boys. And, See you uh, later, gentlemen. Tottenham Hotspot are top of the league, 24 points, 11 games played, above Chelsea. Well, above Liverpool. What, above Arsenal? <laughs> Bring on Dan Furblin. Yes, come on the Dan Furblin. <laughs> All right, boys, take care. Yeah. Cheers. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.